Masechet Pesachim has been dedicated by Mr. Ike J. Shechebar in honor of his grandparents, Mr. Ike and Jeanette Bibi. We bless Mr. Ike Shechebar, who's been a sponsor of the Dafyomi for many uh, days. They should continue to enjoy success, health, and happiness. May his grandparents also enjoy much nachat from him as well as all their grandchildren and may they only share in semachot for the entire family. Amen. Daf Kof Vav. Today's daf has been dedicated to ben Miriam and Abraham ben Esther. Today's daf has been dedicated by Dr. Isaac Maddeb and his wife Lily. In memory of Moshe ben Nachel Man. We are on Daf Kovav and we begin at the Tarun of Banam. It's uh, eight lines down. Tarun of Banam, we have a Braita. Zachor et Yom Shabbat. The Kadesho. Pasuk says that you have to remember the Shabbat, the Kadesho, in order to sanctify it. So the Gemara says, Zuchreu Alayayin. When it says Zachor, what does that mean? So this is referring to the obligation to make Kiddush, the Kadesho. And it's referring to the obligation to make the Kiddush on Yayin. Now where did they get this inyan from the Pasuk? That when it says Zachor, that they want you to do it on a cup of wine, the Kiddush. So the Tosfot says, Because we have Pesukim that put the word Zechira next to Yayin. Zechro keyen lebanon, unazkira dodecha miyayin. So therefore, since we have Pesukim that juxtapose Zechira and Yayin, and the Torah says, Zachor, et Yom Shabbat Kadesh. You have to remember it and make a Kiddush, the Kadesh. So therefore, the uh, Hakamim understood that the truth is that's a Mahlokar in itself. While the Kiddush is the Oraita, that you have to sanctify it verbally. But the question is, is it the Oraita that you have to do it on a Kos Yayin or not? That's subject to a Mahlokar Ishonim. Goes back and forth, analyzing is the kos yayin a beracha or not. Uh, if you look at the Tosfot, referring to the kiddush. The vechulu that we say that uh, is a special prayer, which is actually Pesukim, talking about the uh, Shabbat. We say it in the Tefillah, Kedamar b'Shabbat, Velo netkan alakos, Ela leotzi banav ubnei meto. Which means, in the Tefillah we say, Vaychulu once, and then we go home and we say the Vaychulu again, the Tosfot says, because already by saying the Vaykhulu in the Amidah, he fulfilled his obligation of Zuchrehu 
which means Kiddush, meaning he said the uh, Shabbat. Meaning, according to the Halakha, there's no uh, official according to the uh, uh, origin of the law. No, uh, it's enough if a person just says, according to the Shabbat Tabah, and already fulfills his obligation of uh, Kiddush Min Torah. So he says, we say the Vaykhulu in the Amidah, and then they would say Vaykhulu again when they got home, in order to fulfill the obligation of their families. And we say Vaykhulu a third time, after the Amidah. So we know the Amidah, that would be, let's say, uh, the Kiddush Deoraita. Let's say we say it at home again, to fulfill the obligation of the family. But what's the reason why we say it after the Amidah? On, on Leil Shabbat we say Bechulu. So he says, Hainu Mishum Yom Tov Yot Because in a case where Yom Tov falls out on Shabbat, so we have a special Amidah of Yom Tov. There we don't mention Bechulu. So in order to mention Bechulu in that situation, they put Bechulu on every Leil Shabbat in order not to mehalek between Leil Shabbat Yom Tov to the regular Shabbatot of the year. Read that in the Tosafot. Shabbat Padalim Atah Bechartanu Ve'en Omer Ve'chulu Batafilah Ve'tiknu Namel Omar Bechol Shabbatot Shelo Lechalek Ben Shabbat Lechabbat So that's basically what Tosafot is telling you. There's three times Ve'chulu. Amidah After Amidah and uh, when one comes home in order to fulfill the obligation for his family. Now on this uh, subject the Tosfot now discusses is the Kiddush Alayayin the Oraita or not or is it the Oraita correct, that you don't need a cause and the rabbis put it on uh, Yayin so Tosfot goes back and forth and he brings uh, both opinions there is an opinion of the Ravan that actually holds Kiddush Alayayin is indeed a Deoraita. Tosfot himself um, also holds that the Kiddush Alakos is the Oraita. However, you're not Hayav to drink the Yayin with the Oraita. Hayav is just to hold the course while you make the Kiddush. Those are the different she taught. In any event, the Gemara continues. And the Gemara says, Gemara says, Zachor et Yom HaShabbat Lekadesho Zochreu ala yayin En li ela bayom I only know the obligation to do the Kiddush in the day Why? Because it says Zachor et Yom Yom, I would tell you That's the day Balayla minayin I know you have an obligation to make Kiddush at night Talmud Lomar Zachor et Yom HaShabbat Lekadesho so the Gemara quotes the same pasuk. Now where they're getting it from here? So seemingly they're being doresh the word lekadesho. Lekadesho would imply that what? That you have to mekadesh it. Now when is the logical time you would have to mekadesh it? When it comes in. So therefore lekadesho would tell me uh, at the inception, right on the Shabbat itself. So the Gemara asks on this question. On this uh, statement, Balayla <laughs> minayin. What the Gemara is asking? How do you know Balayla? Adraba ikar kedusha Balayla hu kedish. What do you mean? That's if there's any pasut time that you have to make kedush. The Layla is pasut. Why? The chikadish tehilat yoma. 
Because when the sanctity of the day enters, obviously you have to make a kiddush. Vitu and furthermore, balayla minayin. You ask the question, how do you know balayla? So you answer, tanut omar, lachor et yom. So you quote the same pasuk. Tana mehedar alayla. The tana is looking for a source for layla. The kanasiv lekradi mama. And you bring the pasuk for the day. Lachor et yom, shabbat. So therefore the Kabbalah is basically asking, this uh, text that we have in the Braita doesn't make too much sense. Because it's assuming that Yom is f- given, f- grant, for granted that you make Kiddush. And Laila is al the Hiddush. And uh, that shouldn't be so. If anything, Yom is the Hiddush and Laila is the obvious. And second, what's the source that you're bringing for Laila? That's the Yom Pasuk. So the Kabbalah says, Haki Kabbalah. This is the way you have to read the Braita. Zakhor et Yom Shabbat Kaddisho, Zukhrehu alayayin bichnisato. So really, Doresh, the word, the Kaddisho, like we said. The Kaddisho, that's on the entry. You have to say the Kiddush on the night. In the Ela Balayla. Ah, that only teaches me Laila. Bayom minayin. How do I know the day? Tabudomar, Zakhor et Yom Hashabbat. So Doresh from the word Yom. So therefore it comes out that the Gemara is Doresh in this Braita that is a Kiddush both at night and there's a Kiddush as well in the day. Now the Rashbam just points out that the Gemara uses a Lashon Hachika Amar to adjust the Braita but it does not use the word a style called Hasure Mehsera. A Hasure Mehsera exactly is when the Braita is missing words and then you go and add words. Here we didn't add any words. The same exact word, we just shuffled it. We just put the uh, Laila first, and then we put the question of Yom. So therefore the style of a Hasurim Mehsara would not work over here. Now, comes the Gemara and says, Bayom, my Mivarech. Well, what's the Kiddush of the Yom? What is the Berakha? Uh, what is the Berakha that a person makes? How does one make uh, Kiddush in the day? So comes Gemara and says, Amar of Yehuda, Gefen. That's all you have to do. You just take a course of Yai, you say Borepriya Gefen, and uh, no more, no, no, no other text. You fulfill your obligation. So Gemara tells a story. Rav Asher, if Asher found himself in the city of Mechuzah, on Shabbat, Amru there, so they told him, Likdish lan mor Rabbah. They told him, uh, do us a favor, Rabbi, make Kiddushah Rabbah for us. Now, he never heard that terminology, Kiddushah Rabbah. So he wasn't sure exactly what they were telling him to do. Havu le. So uh, they gave him the course. Savar, my new kedushah rabba. He said, well, "What is this kedushah rabba that they ask me to make?" Amar, he said, "Mechdi, kol berachot kulan bore priyagefen amre beresha." Listen, in the beginning of all the kedush, you know you have to say gefen. So Amar bore priyagefen. So he said, "Bore priyagefen veagid be," and he stretched it. And he's waiting, he's waiting to see what the people are going to do. Meaning if somebody's going to start to drink, you know, that's it. He's fulfilled the obligation of the Kiddush. 
if, if they're just standing there and nobody's drinking, so then he knows that there's something else he has to say. More to come. And we would have figured out, we'll figure out what, we, what he was going to do. Well, as he stretched the Berachah with a Pregifin, Haziai saw, Le'ahu Sabah, this older man, Degahin Veshateh. He leaned over, and he drank. So already he knew that the must be the Kiddush is over. Kare Anafsheh. So he called on himself, meaning the Vashir said about himself, He hacham enav berosho. Hacham enav berosho is able to anticipate the uh, what's coming. With that scheme that he did, he was able to predict something he didn't know by using his, uh, you know, chokmah. That he stretched it and he was able to know that that's what Kiddush buys. Now, a few questions over here. Number one, why... Do they call this Kiddush, if it's only one Berakah, Borepriya Gefen, why are they called Kiddush Arabah, which literally means the great Kiddush. So, according to the Rishonim, uh, some say it's Lashon Sagi Nahor. We just like to call a blind man Sagi Nahor, which means a lot of light. So since this is a very small Kiddush, so instead of saying Kiddushah Katan, they say Kiddushah Rabbah. They say it in the, in the euphemism the other way, in order to, to not to say Kiddushah Katan. Others say that since the Kiddush on Shabbat is Borepriya Gefer, and we know Borepriya Gefer, this Berakah, has its place in all our rituals, and it's always the first Berakah, whether it's in the Kiddush, whether it's in the Havdalah, whether it's at a Milah, whether it's at a Hatunah, so therefore, since Borepriya Gefen is Rosh Verishonah Lechol HaBerachot at all our ceremonies, so therefore the Kiddush, they refer to it as Kiddushah Rabbah, meaning the Kiddushah of the great Beracha, which is what? Borepriya Gefen. So let's say, that's another reason. The Rashbam, he has a different reason. He says Kiddushah Rabbah, you can get it inside. Borepriya Gefen. Since at all uh, types of Kiddush, Bereprekefen is said, so therefore they call the Lashon of Bereprekefen Kiddushah Rabbah. The Berachah is said at all uh, situations of Kiddush. Now, that settles the Kiddushah Rabbah situation. Now we have to settle another question in this Gemara. Rav Asher obviously didn't know what what put them in Hag was. Now, he figured it out by the fellow drinking. But the question is, that fellow who drank, how did he drink before Rav Asher? The Halakha says, that the one who's listening should not drink before the one that's making the Beracha. You have to wait till Rav Asher sips, and then... You're able to drink. So actually, that's the Tosafot's question. Tosafot here, Hava Gachin Veshateh Veim Tomar De Beperik Shiloshah She'aklu Amninan Ena Mesubin Vashayim Vit'om Hachi Yit'om HaMivarech So, really there's uh, a few answers that the Tosafot offers to this question. One answer he wants to say is that there's a hiluk between Birkat motzi when a person makes a motzi they have an artist, that uh, you cannot be motzi a person when you're making a Birkat unless the Mivarech himself eats from it. Because Birkat is considered Birkat HaNehenim. 
that's a berakha where I can't just make a mutsi the hamalat and give it to somebody else to eat. If I want to be mutsi somebody with the berakha of a mutsi, I myself have to eat. So in that case, since I have to eat to be mutsi you, there you have to wait for the mevarech to eat. However, when it comes to kiddush, kiddush we consider berakha mitzvot. And since it's berakha mitzvot, I could make berepriya gefen. And give it to, let's say, somebody else. As long as somebody else drinks it, let's say, it's okay. So since I don't have to drink it, per se, because it's Berkat HaMitzvot, so in this case, over there's no problem if somebody else would drink um, uh, before the Mekadesh. That's one answer of the Tzafot. Another answer of the Tzafot, he says, is that there's no Hiduk between Kiddush and Hamotzi. Yeah. They're all the same, which means they're working with the same principle that the Mivarech would have to drink or eat first before anybody else. So what's the Hiduk? So the She'ela is, if everybody has a course in front of them, which means if uh, everybody around the table is holding their own uh, personal course, then everybody don't have to wait. So in this case over here, well that would be by the lehem. If everybody has a lehem in front of them, so they can eat their lehem before the mevarech. In this case, that answers what the, 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 the old man did. He was holding a course in front of him, so therefore he was allowed to drink from before. Now, there's a... And then the logic is when you're holding your course in front of you, we look at it as if, the Rosh says this, that each one's making a special beracha on his own course. Even though he's not saying it, but when you're holding your course and listening to the mevarech, it's as if you're making it on your personal course. If I don't want to have to wait for the mevarech, I can make it myself. Now, the, uh, the me'idi gives a different answer to this. The me'idi says that that when it says you have to wait for the mevarech, that's an anyan of... Uh, kavod. But for a zaken, like in this case, that's why the Gibran goes out of its way to say, the old man went. So for an old man, we give him the kavod, he can drink first. It's more of a uh, formality. Uh, not, not nice to drink before the mevarech. Yeah, but that's uh, kavod. But you have to give kavod to the zaken. So therefore, he was able to uh, drink first. Tosfot Berachot has the uh, realistic answer in this story over here. And he says like this. That old man did not have Kavanah to drink at all. And maybe he didn't drink. But he saw that Rav Asher didn't know what the Kiddush was consisting of. So after he said, he, he lifted up the cup as if to tell him, drink. So it was Gahin. That's why the Gibarat says Gahin. What do you mean he bent? We have to say he bent for. Ella, he just bent as if to get the cup to, to show... But now's the time. He was giving a tip to, to the Vashir to know exactly what to do. Now, you learn from this Gemara as well that the Mikadesh, um, or the people listening, do not have to drink from the course of Kiddush. This Zaken over here, according to the prince that said he drank from his own course, he did not drink from the course of the Mikadesh. Which is only the Mekadesh has to drink, and everybody else can drink from their own uh, course. Now, the Rosh rejects that proof, because the Rosh says, no, it could be that the Zakim, when it says Gahim, he bent over so Rabbi Ashik could pour some of the wine of the course into his cup. And said, so there's two ways of learning that. What did, what did he bend over for? So Tosmos says, but he's drinking. So you see, you don't have to drink from the course. And he said, oh, he was bending over to get some uh, wine of the course itself. Now, now uh, the Tosfot does point out that 
if the listener has a course in front of him and it is pagum for some reason, then certainly he has to get some wine from the Mekadesh. Because we know what's, what's a, a course that's pagum. That means that's what you drank from it. Once you drink from a course once, okay. that course becomes pagum until you fix it. One, there's two ways you can fix a course that's pagum. Either you could take the wine that's in the cup, pour it back into the bottle, and then pour again, or pour wine from the bottle into the course. Right. Either way you can fix it. So therefore, if the course is pagum, Tosfot says, then you actually, actually have to have the Mekadesh pour some wine in there to unpour again. Now even though it's not an obligation to drink the wine at all, it's Haibub uh, Mitzvah to drink the wine of the Kiddush, besides the Mekadesh, but even for the Haibub Mitzvah, as we learned in yesterday's that we mentioned this, that you shouldn't have it Pagum. So the Chetayla, even the drinkers around the table, should try to make their Kosta um, Pagum. That's the opinion of the Tosafot. It should be pointed out that the Me'iri uh, holds that uh, the Deen of Pagum is only said by the Mevarech and not by the uh, people that are around the table. Huh? No, the, no, no, the Beracha was made on the Koshe'en of Pagum. Somebody's going to have to drink it eventually. Yeah. The second course, they add. No, they give it to the Khatan. They give it to the Khatan, he drinks. Yeah, that's the, the main thing is the Beracha. At the time of the Beracha, the Hakam drinks a little of it. He, he, he made the Beracha Koshe'en of Pagum. And the cup itself, the Shari Sijun said yesterday, we learned that the cup itself that you drink from, that's not a din of pagum. For example, the Shalit Sion said on Friday night, when the Mekadesh makes Kiddush, that he gives it out to everybody to drink. Ah, it's pagum. He says, no, from the cup itself, because uh, in, the, in the cup itself, you don't get the din of pagum. That's only on different kinds. If you remember, we said that. Now, the, the, the next question is, the next question that we have to ask is, what was Rav Asher expecting to do if, if he didn't drink? Which means, if let's say there was more to this Kiddush. So he was waiting to see. Now obviously, the Chidah says that Rav Asher did not have a custom to do more than what he had given. What would he have said? Now, what? If let's say they would have told him, hey, continue. So what? Now he's going to make a Beracha, let's say, of Kiddush, let's say we make on the Shabbat. But obviously for him it's a Beracha of Atala. <laughs> he's not no hate to make this Beracha. So the Chidah proves from here that you see that a Shaliyah Sibur that's praying in a Kahal, and the Kahal has a certain minhag to pray a certain berakhah. So he gives the example to say the berakhah halal on Rosh Chodesh, for example. But the Hazan is like not that. For you see from here what? That when you went to Sibur, you follow the minhag of Sibur. Because Rav Asher would have continued to make the berakhah. So that's a, a deen that the Haidah brings out. Now, you could say no. That if there was another berakhah to be made, could be Rav Asher would have gave the course to somebody else to have him make the Beracha. He could, he could make the gift and somebody else could make the second Beracha. So it's really, you know, question what Rav Asher uh, would have done. Now, correct. Okay, so comes the, uh, comes the Gemara and continues. Now, oh, we should point out uh, an interest, a very interesting Mahloket. From our Gemara, it's mashma that the Kiddush obviously is on Lel Shabbat. That's the longer Kiddush. And then you have Kiddush Bayom. And that's the Bure Pregev. Now, what is Kiddush Bayom? There's two Seudot Bayom. You have Seudat Shahrit and then Seudat Shilishit. 
So when the Gemara says, Kiddush Bayom, what is exactly the Gemara referring to? So here again, we have a great machloke uh, amongst the Rishonim. Uh, it is the opinion of the uh, Rambam. Rambam says that you also have to have a kos yayin in Saudash Lishit as well. Now, the Mefarshim all try to understand, you know, where, where, where does Rambam get it? It just says, Kiddush Bayom, the Chawla, that would be the, the morning Sauda. So he says, this the Bet Yosef says, שאינו צריך לקדש אלא קודם סעודה לישנם ושנייה, אבל קודם סעודה שלישית אינו צריך לקדש. ומה שכתב הרמב״ם, שצריך לקבוע סעודתו על היין, היינו שישתה יין בתוך סעודה שלישית. That's done. Meaning, and you have to drink wine during סעודה שלישית, but not מדין קידוש. ומכל מקום המקדש לא הפסיד. שניסו בדבר. Then the Bet Yosef says, but big deal, what's it cost you? Because any way you're making, but a priya gefet. And that's why some do have the minag till today, during Saudah Shilishit, to fulfill this Rambam, they do drink wine and they make, what a priya Now, so that's, uh, that's that deen uh, as well. Now, the, the next deen that has to be analyzed is... How do we consider the Kiddush of the Yom? Do we consider it a Birkat Hanehenin? Uh, or do you consider it a Birkat HaMitzvah? Nafkamina. If, let's say, a person made Kiddush already for himself. Mm-hmm. Okay? And now somebody comes in and he didn't make uh, Kiddush and he says, could you make Kiddush for me? So the question is, is this fellow allowed to say again? Not drink from the wine and give it to somebody else to drink. If you hold it's berkata mitzvah, so that would be the deen. That you could just say gefen uh, and, and have somebody else drink. But if you look at the kiddush of the day as more of a berkat neinin, then already you'd have to drink it yourself. La lacha, where posek that's considered berkata mitzvah as well. And therefore, technically, a person, if he made kiddush, he's able to. Just say gefen and hand it over the cup as long as, of course, uh, somebody would uh, drink. Okay. Last but not least, just on this point, of course, there's many things to say. The minhag, uh, the mishtavurah says, is before the kiddush of the yom, they just say a pasuk. Alken berach Hashem et yom shabbat Just to show that it's Shabbat. But the Mishnah Berurah writes, Shelotovim Osim. That's not a good minhag. Why? Because it says, Kol Pasuk Shelo Paska Moshe, Anan No Paskinan. If you know that, that that is not the complete Pasuk, that we're cutting the Pasuk in half. The Pasuk, Aken Berak Hashem, Etum Mekadeshu, Vayanach, Bayom Hashivyai, etc. So therefore, since we're cutting the Pasuk, Mishnah Berurah says you shouldn't do it. The Maram Sheik, however, writes that the only time you have a problem is when you're quoting a pasuk, for example, and uh, you're in a dirasha, and you're being doresh the pasuk, and you say half the pasuk. Now, shaken here is just information. You're giving it to the people, Rabotai, this is Kiddush uh, Shabbat. So you're borrowing a uh, lashon from the pasuk. So he says it's not a, uh, it's not a, uh, it's not an issue. Okay. All right. So now we can go. Uh, we can go further.
Again, it should be pointed out there is a machloket nishunim as well. If it's permissible to eat before the kiddush of the yom, the kiddush of the laila, it's clearly we learned that you should not eat, not allowed. But the gabe kiddush yom, there's a machloket before the tefillah, you can have a drink. Correct. Uh, he said the Rambam and the Avad. He said the Rambam's opinion is asul l'shtot mekevan sheish lezeh dine kiddush. Meaning it's forbidden to, say, to, to, to drink at least before Vedat al-Avad Shekevanet Kaddish Yom Mechnisato De'en Nikidush Yom Dine Kiddush Ve'erashay Le'echol So I'm looking at Rambam and Ravad It's very Shabbat already Going in, you didn't make the Kiddush yet oh, So every surah of Akhilatu you make the Kiddush already Once you make the Kiddush on the Shabbat There's, uh, there's no issue Would that go hand in hand with Yes That's the way they want to tell the Mahlokan Okay, we go further We go for it. Comes the Gemara and continues. Amre bene Rabihiya. The sons of Rabihiya said, Mi shelo evdir be Motsei Shabbat. Whoever did not make the Havdalah on Motsei Shabbat, Mavdil veholech bechol a Shabbat kulo. So he can make the Havdalah the following week. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara says, V'ad kama? Well, the whole week he can make Havdalah? So Amr Bizera, Ad Rabi'i B'Shabbat. Until Rabi'i, which means mean Wednesday. But the Rajbam points out, it means Wednesday Ad, Velo Ad Bechlal. Up to Wednesday, but not including Wednesday. Which means you have until the end of Tuesday. Now where did they get this Inyan that uh, you can make Havdalah until Tuesday? So the Kibra says, Ki had yativ rabi zera, kamed rab ase, ve amli la rab ase, kamed rab yohanan, ve yativ kaamar, le anyan gitin. Le anyan, a person that's uh, giving a get to his wife. But he gives the get on condition. Uh-huh. What's the condition? So the Bartanu, uh, the Rajbam says, im amar la hareze kitech, al menachetetini li. Which means he tells his wife, this is a gift for you, on the condition that you'll give me 200 zoos, either he says, Kodem HaShabbat, or Achar HaShabbat. So the Gebaragi team wants to understand what days are considered Kodem HaShabbat, and which days are considered Lachar HaShabbat. It's a vague terminology. I mean, again, he made a condition. I'm, you want to get? I'll give you the get. Al-Minat, that uh, you give me 200 zoos, uh, money, uh, before the Shabbat or after the Shabbat. Now, what's before Shabbat? What, day, what days are we talking about over here? He didn't give us, he didn't say uh, by Monday or Tuesday. So the Gemara Gitin explains the following. The Anyan Gitin, Hada Veshabbeta, Tre Vitlata, Monday and Tuesday, Batar Shabbatah. That's called after Shabbat. That's called after Shabbat. Lahara Shabbat includes Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Arba' Vahamisha Umale Yoma. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday is considered Kameshabeta before Shabbat, meaning before the next Shabbat. Next Shabbat. Yeah. So therefore you see a similar concept. That technically uh, the Shabbat is, let's say, for three days at last, meaning the the after effect. So technically you can make Havdalah until Tuesday. Once already comes Wednesday, you're ready before the next Shabbat. You're out of the last Shabbat. So that's the 
proof that the Gemara is bringing. Then the Gemara says, Amar Rav Yaakov bar Ide, Aval lo ala or. When we let you make the Havdalah past Motzei Shabbat, but that is not with the Berachah Meurea Ish. Why? So the Rajbam says, Aval lo ala or, Im lo barich ala ner bore Meurea Ish b'Motzei Shabbat, Shuv eno mevarich. What's the reason? Because the Since that's when it was created. We, we, we commemorate the invention of fire by Adam and Rishon. Now, when was that invented? Motzei Shabbat. So, therefore, it's an only an item for Motzei Shabbat. Okay. Now, comes the Gemara and continues. Amar Rav Beruna Amar Rav Beruna said in the name of Rav So he says like this He says like this Hanotel Yadav Lo Yikadish Now we talk about the order that one is supposed to uh, do on, let's say, Lil Shabbat, for example. We know he has to do two things. He has to make a Kiddush, but he also has to have the Lehem. So he's going to have to make an Etilat Shadayim, as well as a Hamutsi Lehem in Aris. So now the Gemara is going to analyze the proper procedure when making these Berachot. Uh, so the Gemara says, Hanotel Yadav, if a guy makes Etilat Yadayim first, Lo Yikadish, do not make Kiddush. What does this mean? So let's read the Rashbam. First Rashbam. Notel Yadav Lui Kadesh Ela Aheri Kadesh. If you made it to Yadayim already, with the Berakha, let somebody else make the Kiddush. Vehu Yetse Yedehovato Bishmi'ah Vishtiyah. And let the other guy say it and drink. And you'll be Yotse. We don't want you to interrupt. Don't talk. Why? The end can say Hadat, meaning the fact that you're just waiting. And listening is not considered an interruption. Because since you're not actually making the beracha, you listen to somebody else. That's okay. Which means, if he washed first, do not make the kiddush yourself. The kiddush mafsik ben netila because the Kiddush is going to be considered a Hefseh. Mm-hmm. If you remember, we learned in Masechet Berachot, the Gemara said, Tekef Nintila Berachah. That you should have an immediacy. After the Berachah Nintila Chadayim, you should make the Hamotzi. Now over here, you're going to interrupt with a Kiddush. So therefore, this opinion holds, you shouldn't do that. Vahavi Kiseh Hadat. It's considered an interruption. Uba'e Nintila Achariti Batal Kiddushah. Now if you're going to do that, you'd have to make another Nintila Chadayim. After the Kiddush, why did they take the Tidat Shadayim? Sa'udah. Okay, Sa'udah, meaning the Berachah of Musin eating the Sa'udah. Now, maybe you'll tell me, maybe there's an Anyan to make the Tidat Shadayim before drinking Kiddush. Now, why would I think that? Uh, maybe there's an Anyan before you make the Kiddush. It's uh, just like you make the Tidat Shadayim for Lehem. Maybe there's an Anyan of making the Tidat Shadayim for Yayin. So the Ashbam says, Ubishvil Kiddush. No, the Kiddush does not necessitate the Tila. As a matter of fact, he says, That if somebody wants to be extra on himself and wash his hands before he eats fruit, 
Or in this case over Yayin, he's considered arrogant. Because it's not the halakha. What are you being mahmir more than the, the deen says? And the halush of this Gemara is, That this netila that he does before Kiddush, if he's going to make Kiddush, the netila yadayim is negated, and therefore we'd have to do it again. That's why the proper procedure should be make the Kiddush first, and then after that make your Nitila Chadayim. Oh, now the Rashbam on his own says, certainly a person should not make Nitila Chadayim and then make Havdalah and then make his Hamosi. Why? Which means, there's a lot of Kiddush when comes to Uda. So you can argue and say that even if I made Nitilat Yadam, the Kiddush is not a Hefseh because in Kiddush Elam comes to Uda, so the Kiddush and the Uda are really connected, and therefore I say it's not a Hefseh. And still we say it's a Hefseh. Because again, there's no deen of in Havdalah and comes to there's no deen like that. So therefore, Koshikin, you shouldn't watch and then make a Havdalah, which means there's no connection between the Havdalah and the Saudah. There is a connection to Kiddush and the Saudah. So you might have said, and still we say it's safe saying. So Koshikin by Havdalah. Then the Rajbam continues and says, ka'amar. And that which the Gemara said, Natal lo yekadish. Right? That's the Lashon it says. Velo amar. It didn't say, Mekadesh v'chozer v'notel yadav. Why didn't it just say? That if a guy by mistake, let's say, wash his hands. Let him make kiddush, and let him wash again. Why is that not an option? So the Rashbam says, Mishum de lo ba'in etilat yadayim trezimne. Because you don't need etilat yadayim twice. Dehada minahu berakha lebatala. Because if you made a berakha in the first one, that's already, you're putting the guy in a berakha lebatala. To tell him, make kiddush. Now you made it sick. Now wash again. That's barakah batala you're making. So therefore, it doesn't say hanotel yadav yikadesh barakah yazor v'yitol. No, no. It says hanotel yadav. Let somebody else make the kiddush. So that's the opinion of Rav. So comes the Gemara and says, and we go with the girsa of the Bach. Vechen Amar Rav Ada Barahava Amar Rav Natal Yadav. Lo yikadesh. So he adds the vechen. Natal yadav, lo yikadesh. Now we continue. Amar leu Rav Yitzhak bar Shemuel bar Marta. So Rav Yitzhak bar Shemuel, he said to them, meaning you have two rabbis over here. You have the rabbi uh, Amar Abruna Amar Rav. And according to the Baha, you also have Amar of Adab Barahava in the name of Rav. That they're both saying that's the procedure. You made, you washed first by mistake. Keep quiet, let somebody else make the kiddush. So he comes along and says, Which means, Rav just passed away. And already, you're, you're forgetting the halakhot, which means Rav's death is fresh. He didn't even pass away literally yet. Meaning his memory is still around. And you're forgetting uh, the dinim that, uh, that Rav said? Why? What did Rav say? Many times I was in front of Rav. When he wanted to eat the bread first, so he would make the kiddush on the bread. 
Zimnin the Habibali Hamra, and sometimes it was Habib to me wanted to drink the wine first. Mikadesh a Hamra, so he would make on the wine on So what do you see from over here? That he would make the Tirat Shadayim when he wanted to have the bread, and he would say the Kiddush on the on the bread. That means he made it that Yadayim, then made a Kiddush. So you see over here that if a person makes Netilat uh, Yadayim, so then already the deen is, he should make Kadesh on the bread, it seems. Well, let's see the way the Rajbah understands this question. The Habibah Lirifta, Shayyad Aiv, he was hungry, so he wants to have the bread. Mekadesh Arifta, Alma Lo Netila Ahariti. From here you see, you didn't need another netila yadayim. You're making netila. So we don't say that... You do it again. Just make the kiddush on the bread. Ela mi'ikara mashayadayim. You can look at ta'ila, wash your hands. Ve'akhil ne'ama. The kiddush. Alma, kiddush laha netila lo hashiv hesehada'ah. You see clearly the kiddush, like I said, hesehada'ah. Because Barbara, he didn't make kiddush. But he just made the kiddush on the... Right. You're telling me if a guy makes kiddush, don't say anything, don't talk, let the, the other guy make kiddush and you'll be yotzeh. Rav didn't do that. Rav sometimes made the tayyadayim when he was hungry, and he made the kiddush, and, and he made it on the bread. So you see that you can't make a kiddush, just do it on the nehem, don't do it on the yayim. So it says, v'chel l'cheta. And the Rashbam says, that's the by the way. Demi shenatal yadav kodem kiddush, en sadich l'azor v'letlan achar kiddush. He doesn't have to, and then he made Kiddush. We don't make him, uh, that's not the procedure. That make Kiddush and wash again. Velo iflegura banan ben mekadesh arifta le mekadesh achamra. Now the, the Rajbam says, and there is no chiluk between this happened of making Kiddush on bread or making Kiddush on wine. Medelo kamahadele rabbi Yitzhak bar Shemuel mideh. Which means, they could have told them, Yitzhak Bashamu'el, what are you talking about? We're talking about if a guy makes uh, Kiddush, he shouldn't, makes the Tayyadayim, he shouldn't make Kiddush on the wine. Right. You're bringing me a proof of the Rav that made the Tayyadayim and made Kiddush on bread. Uh, I can think about it to make that Hiluk. Because maybe you could argue, yeah, uh, on bread, I'll tell you, it's all considered part of the Tayyadayim. That's why it's not considered uh, sick. Meaning, if you make that yadayim, of course you can make, you make it on bread. The bread is considered the yadayim. But you're trying to bring a proof from lehen. We were talking about yayin. If a guy makes a yadayim, could he make the kiddush? And from the fact that Gemara did mehalek, the Rashbam says, must be there's no hiduk. Once we're allowing the guy to make the kiddush, so therefore, just like we make, let him make the kiddush after the yadayim for the lehen, he can do it for the yayin. Umiyu Mosgin, ve'akach notlin miyadayim kebet elil. So the chetahila, you're supposed to pour the wine first into the cup, make the meziga, whatever it is, uh, like bet elil, like a masechet berachot. Umidirav shamainan shemikadashin alapat. Now from Rav, you also see another halacha that you can't make kedush as well on pat. Ve'omer vaychudlu, we say the kedush of vaychudlu. Umibarech hamutzi. Instead of making a, a geffen, you say a mutzi ve'eno ochel gam. Right, ve'eno ochel because you have to make make a decision shabbat. Then you say a mutzi that I'm an artist, but you can't eat at that point because you still have to say the second beracha. 
Now, Vigam lo yifros ad shikadesh acharechen. Good, and you shouldn't break the bread until you make the kiddush. Vidafka kiddush. Aval havdala ena ela ala koshel yayin. Oh, havdala is no options for bread. Havdala is davka al yayin, kedamrinen he'ashiru kavu ala kos. Umi she'en lo kos yayin, b'mkom shirigilim l'shtot yayin, al yavdil ala pat. Vidai lo bahavdala tefilah. Which is, if he doesn't have yayin, he doesn't make Abdallah uh, uh, at all. He just relies on the Abdallah that he makes in the Amidah. Okay. Tosafot. Tosafot will do Dibura Matel Zimnin Sagin Abakeimna Kamederav. Hashta Masik the Kiddush Lohave Hesei Haddat. According to Tosafot, Tosafot is clearly learning from this Gemara that you see what the Kiddush is not a Hesei Haddat. From the fact that Rav went and he uh, washed and then he made Kiddush. And again, the Rajbah wants to point out that there will be no difference between bread and wine. And uh, based on this understanding of the Gemara, the Ramah in the Halakha clearly writes that Lechatechila there is a minhag to wash first and then make the uh, kiddush. Meaning the one that washed makes the kiddush himself, drinks, and then they go right into the hamotzi. And they prove from this gemara. Because you see, Rav, eh, when he wanted to have bread, he would do it this way. When he wanted to have wine, he did it that way. Maran does not understand the gemara like that. Maran understands Adraba, that if a person washes first, then already it shows that he has a havivut to the bread, and he should make dafka kiddush on lechem, and he should not make the kiddush on the yain. And adraba to be a hefsek, and according to Shohananuk, he says in that case, if you made the yain by mistake, just wait, let somebody else make the kiddush for you, and just listen and uh, don't drink, and then make the hamotzi, or make the hamotzi for kiddush yourself. Let the other people make. Yain, and since you washed, you have to make the kiddush for the hamotzi. Uh, so you see, Maran and the Rama are at odds over here in this halakha. The Rama says, you see that while if you if you want to wash, not pidiyava, lechatay wash and make kiddush. You see, uh, there's no haluk between hamotzi and 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 and, and yeah. and them. But we say no, 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 no. For this gemara, we understand that Rav, when he washed, that was an indication that the lechem is haviv. But really, do not interrupt it with the kiddush of yayin. So therefore, we have it's nafkamina. It happens a lot, let's say, on uh, Sukkot, where everybody goes into the sukkah, and you have hundreds of people, let's say, in the synagogue, and now uh, it's difficult to make kiddush. And until everybody to go outside the sukkah and make the tayadaim and come back in, it's too much uh, commotion. So what, what do they tell the people to do? They tell the people before they go into the sukkah, make the tayadaim. Okay, they make the tilat yadayim and don't talk. So according to the halakhah, as we said over here, if they make the tilat yadayim, to listen to the kiddush is not considered a hefsek. Therefore, they don't have to uh, uh, make the uh, uh, kiddush themselves. They can listen. Now, the mekadesh himself, preferably, should not make the tilat yadayim. Because we're learning over here that the, 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 the kiddush, uh, at least according to Maran, is considered a uh, a problem, they have sick. And on the contrary, if he washes, he's going to put himself into a, a problem. So therefore, the Kaddish himself makes the Kiddush for everybody else, and after he goes out and washes himself, that would be the 
procedure in order to make uh, less uh, less commotion, as we said. Okay, comes the Gemara and continues. Comes the Gemara and continues. Amar Ravuna. Ravuna said, Amar Rav, in the name of Rav. Ta'am eno mekadesh. Which means if a person ate before Kiddush of the Laila, that's it, he cannot make Kiddush that night anymore. He cannot make Kiddush till the next day before the Sa'udah. Then Shabbat, he ate before Kiddush. He ate before Kiddush, shouldn't have done that. Now he loses his Kiddush. They want Kiddush Davka to be made before Sa'udah. So in this case over here, He's out. He has to wait until the next morning in order to uh, get his uh, kiddush. Okay. So comes again what Ram says. I mean, the the, the Ravad asks. He says, "Vehi mishum the Ravad v'taam lo yikadesh." Wait, so let me make another Avon. I think Abraham says in Sanhedrin, "Misha achal shum lerechoyu nodef yochal odshum." What do you mean? The guy, the guy made one mistake already. Yeah, yeah, so now you tell him, continue eating now without Kiddush for the rest of the night? So he says, uh, Now he should make the Kiddush himself. Let somebody else make the Kiddush now. Which means, somebody else has to make the Kiddush, but he himself, it's like a Zilzul, you ate, and then you're making the Kiddush. So therefore, let somebody else make the Kiddushim in that case. That's not how he learns. So there's the question to Ravuna. Okay, what about going out of Shabbat? A guy ate before the Omer. This is Ravuna answering. He says, I hold that going out, even if you ate, you still would make the Avdala. The Rav Amar, but Rav says, Ta'am Enu Mavdil. He says, no, the same thing applies to Avdala. Now, the Gibra tells a story. Rav Yirmiyah Bar Abba Ikla' Lebe Rav Okay, Rav Yirmiyah Bar Abba found himself in the house of Rav Ishtileh. He forgot. V'ta'im Mideh. He ate before Abdallah. Havule kasa. Now they brought him the cup for Abdallah. Ve'avdil. And he made Abdallah. Amra le debitu. So uh, the wife of Rav Aseh went to him and said, Ve'amor lo avidache. You don't do that. Which means you hold that if somebody eats before Abdallah, he cannot make Abdallah. So what is this rabbi over here? He ate and now he's making Abdallah. What's going on over here? Amar la, so the Vaseh tells his wife, Shefke, leave him alone. Kerabe Svirale. What do you want? He's following like his rabbi. He's going like his rabbi. Who's his rabbi? So he says over here that Ashbam, the Svirale Kerav, the Ravuna. Now, Ravuna, clearly we saw, says, Ta'am Mavdil. The Rajbam throws in Rav as well. We didn't see anywhere in the Gemara, the Gabe Avdalah, that Rav said anything. But the assumption is that if Ravuna is saying it, where did Ravuna get it from? Ravuna got it from Rav. And if he got it from Rav, so therefore what do you want? We know that Rav Yirmiyah is a Talmud of Rav, so he's following him. If Tosfot has a whole problem with this, because Rav Aseh was also a student of Rav. 
So you say, when you leave him alone, he's going like his rabbi. What do you mean? That's, that's your rabbi as well, Rav. So therefore, he just says, no, he's going like Rav Huna. He doesn't say he was going like Rav. In any event, there's another question that Tosfot asks over here. The Gemara many times asks, if a rabbi, let's say, eats something that's asur. The Gemara says, how can it be? If the animals of the tzaddikim, God does not bring a stumbling block for them to eat isur. Like the Gemara tells many stories of the hachamim, the animals will not eat things that were tevil, etc. The hachamim themselves, kol sheken. And here you see a story, Rabbi Remiyah ate b'isur. Yes, he, he ate before, he ate before, Havdalah, how could that happen? So look at the Tosfot, Ishtaleh. <laughs> Here the food is mutar. That is the food. The time is isur. So therefore, then we don't say this. Uh, it's possible to happen. We cannot accept that we're going to eat something that's be'etzim. Isur. But to eat something that's be'etzim mutar, bish'at isur, for example, nafkamina, if a person, let's say, uh, the great tana'im, whatever we say, that they ate on a fast day. Oh, so this is this, 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 this would fall into this similar category. Then that could That's That already is possible to tolerate. Or, let's say they ate before tefidah. The suti before tefidah. You're right, but be'etzim, the food is mutar. So therefore, in those type of situations, the Gemara can tolerate a mistake. But to say that they ate something be'etzim be'isud, that already is unacceptable. Uh-huh. Let's just close out the Gemara over here. The Gemara says, Rabbi Yosef, Amar, Amar Rabbi Yosef, Amar Shimuel. Right, Rabbi Yosef said the name of Shimuel. Ta'am eno mekadesh. If you ate, you don't make kiddush. Ta'am eno mavdil. The Amar of Nachman, Amar Shemuel, Rabbah's different understanding of Shemuel, Ta'am Mekadesh, Ta'am Mavdil. Even if you ate, you still have to make the Kiddush, and even if you ate, you still have to make the Avdalah. Amar Rabbah, Hilcheta, what's the Alakha? Ta'am Mekadesh, Ta'am Mavdil. And more Alakhot. Umishelo Kiddush Be'erib Shabbat, and somebody does not make Kiddush on Lel Shabbat, Mekadesh ve'olech kodayom kudo. So of course, like we learned, you have the whole Shabbat, Ad Motzei Shabbat to make the Kiddush. And, Mishilo Hivdil ve'motzei Shabbat, if you didn't make Havdalah Motzei Shabbat, Mavdil ve'olech kola Shabbat kudo. You have the whole week. What is the whole week? Tuesday night. Until Tuesday night. Amemor, Amemor had the following Lashon that we just said in the name of Rabbah in a little different text. How? That's the same. If you tasted, you ate on Friday night, you make Kiddush. You ate before Abdallah, you make Abdallah. That's all. Uh, that's where the changes. It says, in this case over here, uh, uh, no, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Kolo the same. He just says, I'm not saying Shabbat. That was the same. If you didn't make Kiddush on less Shabbat, you have the whole day. Here's the change now. You only have Kolayom, Sunday. Whereas according to the first Shita, it's Kolayom, Shabbat Kolo. So therefore, that's the difference in the Girsah. Look at the top to Sfot. 
הממור מתנילה, בסוף מלתה גרסינן מבדיל והולך כל היום כולו. That's the whole key. דאי לה ואחרי, היינו לשתקמה. It's the same thing. והלכה, כלשתקמה, תוספות says. That what? תמבדיל עד רביעי בשבת. That תוספות just concludes, כדאמר בחייה לעד, ובתשעה באב. שחל להיות במוצאי שבת, which happens, שבת כפול ארון, מוצאי שבת, you can't get you make הבדלה, נמר גילין להבדיל אחר התענית, so the custom is to make the הבדלה, Sunday night, so you see clearly what? בהלכה קמה, בהלכה זה הקדשת הקמה, because we don't make Sunday night, Sunday night, no, no, כל היום כולו, it's Sunday, Sunday night, it's not Sunday, so we're saying that, I'm showing you that we go like the נשתקמה, that you have the whole week, like on שבאף, we do it on Sunday night, so therefore you see we go like the נשתקמה, ברוך הבא לעולם, אמן ואמן.